0: Throughout my 20s, I've learned a lot in terms of finance, how to invest, what not to invest, and what not to do. So in this video, I wanna share with you my top 10 lessons that I've learned in my 20s that obviously I didn't learn at school, and it was through experience making mistakes. And hopefully, by watching this video, you can leverage those mistakes and not have to make them yourself yourselves. If you're interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency, and financial freedom. Now, it's obvious that throughout your 20s, one should be actually going out there, trying, testing, and tasting a lot of things. You know, whether it's career paths, whether it's investing into things that you've no idea about, or whether it's just flipping JPEGs online because who doesn't like pictures of eight? In this video, I want to consolidate top 10 lessons. This took me a lot of time to actually come up with. So, you know, bear with me. I think there's a lot of value here, and we're going to kick straight off with number one, which is invest in yourself. Whether that's reading, whether that's listening to podcasts, or whether that's engaging in YouTube content. We are in such a fortunate time where if I look back, and I'm 29 now, so if I look back at, you know, nine years ago, eight years ago, or seven years ago, there wasn't enough about finance, let alone Australian finance. Now that there are creators here in Australia that are talking about finance, personal finance, investing in crypto, investing in housing, I think it's brilliant. And the fact is that from the outside, some people look at us and go, oh, they might be competing with each other. But in reality, I love the fact that there's new creators always coming up and actually creating content because we need to work with our generation to get educated. And I love that there's so many creators because we can build a community of people that are actually willing to go out there, take accountability and take control of their finances. So I think it's awesome. Welcome to anyone else that's watching. And if you are a YouTube content creator or a podcaster, definitely leave me a comment down below. I'll be sure to follow and subscribe. The real advantage by doing this is that you can leverage other people's mistakes. Just like this video, you might go, I was going to do that thing, but this might be confirmation that maybe I should avoid it. Or maybe I should go double down on this because Ravi went through it, or this coincides with what someone else went through and someone else went through. I can learn from those experiences rather than making those mistakes myself. So I think it's very undervalued. Invest in yourself, put in some time, because the reality is you can continue investing with your money into projects, into crypto, into ETFs, but the investment that you need to really make is in yourself. that's gonna return the highest return on investment that you will ever get. Number two is that school and uni education is not everything. I remember when I was getting my results from school, HSE, and I was panicking and then the result that came out wasn't what I expected, and so I was like really down about it. And at that time, I started talking to people that were a couple of years older, they were at uni, and they just made me realize that, this number means nothing you know it means nothing in terms of how smart you are it doesn't mean validation for you in fact it's probably the opposite it was just a game you had to go through it and keeping in mind like i did quite well I was expecting like a 99. I did get into the 90s. But for me, I was like so fixated on this number that once you realize you go to uni, nobody cared. And that for me just changed my perspective on what schooling was and the type of things they taught you rather than actually teaching you, you were probably just memorizing essays. And so that really shifted my view on how school education benefited me. And then moving into uni, I also realized that we were probably just working too much off textbooks rather than real life education. And if you're in school, or you're at uni right now and you're stressing about your grades, yeah, go and do well because at the end of the day, if you fail, you're going to have to pay a lot more money and no one's going to hire you apparently. but. The reality is, it's not everything. Your life is only just starting in your early 20s. And I realized that very early on. But for some people, I know, I've still got friends that are still at uni. Maybe they're pursuing a different career now. So they're going back to education. They still look at it the same way. Like that is the basis for their competition. It really isn't. Number three is have multiple streams of income. You've probably heard every single finance YouTuber talk about multiple streams of income and how great it is. I can only talk about my experience. And being self-employed for more than six years now, I've realized. It's that for me, having multiple streams of income means that I can make proper decisions around my brand, around my company, and be not so fixated with the money I receive. And the only way I can do that is because I have multiple streams of income. So for instance, if I wanna create YouTube content, I'm creating YouTube content that, one, brings you guys the most value, hopefully. Two, is stuff that I actually enjoy talking about, rather than giving you clickbait titles, clickbait thumbnails, and then talking about something completely random that I actually don't enjoy. And I can afford to do that because YouTube AdSense is only one stream stream of income for me. I've got multiple streams of income, whether it's the company, whether it's strategy sessions, whether it's online course and things like that. This allows me to make better long-term decisions. This I feel like has been a real big advantage for me, has really allowed me to grow search property and this YouTube channel to where it is now. And hopefully we can continue growing together. And if you are enjoying this content and you want me to continue this YouTube channel, definitely just drop me a sneaky like because it does help the channel with the algorithm that is YouTube. Number four is create a budget. I probably fell into the trap of not sticking to a budget early in my 20s, although over time I realized why that was so important, is that if you have a budget, you at least have a bit of a plan as to what you're going to spend, how much goes out and how much comes back in. I've told this story before about how I bought my first property. I'll actually leave a link up here for a lot of you guys that are new to the channel. You probably haven't watched that video, so definitely check it out. And in that video, I discuss how in my early 20s, I wasn't taught about finances, I wasn't taught about how to budget my money. And so I was then spending money on online clothing, whether it's ASOS, going out, traveling, and I don't regret any of that. I just know that there was a smarter and more efficient way to do it. And now, obviously in my late 20s, I've realized that those little tweaks that you can make to your budget allows you to then go and review the process of what you have and what you don't have, what you're spending and what you're saving, or in this case, what you're investing. Number five, and probably one of the most important, is stop listening to the wrong people. This I see every day. Like there's not a day that goes by where I don't get an email or get a message on Patreon or a DM on my Instagram where they're talking about, oh, but my uncle told me to do this or my mum told me to do this. And the fact is that they may have had a really good time investing, but like 10 or 15 years ago, now the market's changed. And unfortunately, unless they've adapted to this market, they've been left behind. Even for me, with the mindset I had when I started investing, if I kept that mindset now, I'd be left behind. And that's why I say to you guys is that you need to attach yourself or at least get into the right circles with people that are active rather than going and telling me a story about how you did this 20 years ago I want to know how you did this two minutes ago not because we want instant gratification I just want someone who's in the game now who's aware of what's happening you see a lot of these dinosaur finance youtubers or finance content creators that talk about shit that doesn't really apply anymore because they're still figuring out that hey interest rates were 17% and they can go back to 17% you don't know anything Ravi because you're too young the truth is that if it does go to 17% or it starts heading that way if it does then you know that there's other tools available for those guys that they may have just stuck to what they've known and that's okay but when you're looking at starting on your own journey whether it's investing you may need to look at different options because investing 20 years ago is not the same now equally when they were 20 and you're 20 now, it is totally different. We've got house prices through the roof. You've got new industries and emerging markets that are coming in as well. So it's a very different landscape to what it was before. So stop listening to the wrong people. If you aren't listening to the right people, get into those circles that are having the right conversations. One of those places would be Patreon. There's a link in the description below. Most welcome to join, there's no pressure. Number six is financial education is not boring. Now, this could be a little biased because I actually really enjoy this. I was really young and I would look at the stock markets and I have no idea what what I was looking at. I just know that the graphs went up like that. There was red marks, there was green marks. I didn't know much else apart from that. But as I went through into my 20s, I realized more and more that financial education is actually pretty sexy. Now that could be the inner nerd coming out and talking about how sexy finance is. But the reality is that once you understand how it works, it actually gives you a lot more choice and empowerment. This accountability factor is something I feel lacks a lot in the other 20 year olds I see. Now I'm not saying everyone and I'm generalizing here, but it seems to be the go-to excuse. It's like, oh, it's someone else's problem. Oh, I don't like my work because of my boss. But the reality is you're still at that job because you chose to be there, not because your boss wants you there, right? So it's just this level of accountability that comes with finance. And now with such amazing content creators on YouTube, I mean, apart from myself, there are some amazing people that are very entertaining. They get the point across. And it means that we've gone away from this stereotypical old 50-year-old dude that sits in a lecture room and teaches us about econometrics. It's now changed to go, what is most relevant to you? And you're going to to find your niche you just need to find it so if you feel like the education you're getting now is boring you probably haven't found something you really really love number seven is have healthy conversations about business finance and health This is something that I've really paid attention to around who is in my circle, and I've got a very small circle, I like that. Keep it real tight. These are the people that can give me energy when I really need it, but also we're having conversations that help each other up. I found myself in a circle before where it seemed very competitive and people were trying to outdo each other so they hold things back. Whereas now I feel like I'm in a good place with the people around me where we talk about these things, where we talk about finance, and it doesn't matter if, you know, one person's higher than the other or further ahead in their journey. It's because our goals are also different, but it means that we're helping each other constantly, you know, improve on ourselves, health-wise, talk about, you know, finance and talk about business as to how we can help our own lives and achieve our own goals. That's very different amongst the people I have in my circle, but I'm very appreciative and grateful that by the time I got to my late 20s and now I'm gonna enter my 30s, I've actually got a good group of people that I really, really appreciate. I know you guys are watching, so thank you so much. <laughs> Number eight is enjoy the process. Now, Gary V has coined this a T talks about enjoying the process and I'm not sure how many people actually understand because it took me about 4 years to really understand this. I was constantly thinking I'm doing this, I make this much money, fantastic, I can use that money to invest. But the reality is, enjoy the process refers to you actually doing something you love. Now, the byproduct of that is you get extra time, you get extra money and things like that. So for me, I only really truly felt this when I started this YouTube channel and obviously the buys agency about 2 years ago. And so when I got in, initially it was still, you know, a lot of learning a lot of education that needed to come from my end first but as i've gone through this journey i've realized that hey i could do this for a long time like i'm not planning to leave youtube anytime soon i love giving back in my patreon community it's where i'm at all the time like it's daily right and i can talk about things i really love but i also know that the stuff i love i'm grateful for is also giving you guys benefit it's giving you guys some education at least my point of view and if that's edutainment take it for what it is because hey here's my disclaimer it's coming in right now and it is that this is not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor, so please take these videos as my point of view, and it might be the one video that triggers you to start thinking about something seriously. Number nine is stop focusing on savings. (laughs) This is probably the opposite of what you get told in your early 20s, and it's the same thing that I got taught, and I was like, yes, savings is everything, so that means if I make 100, how do I save the ultimate amount? And that meant that during my early 20s, and I'm talking like 21, 22, I didn't go out as much. I didn't go and do X, Y, and Z things. And you know, mind you, I did go out a lot. It was just that the third time I'd go out that week, I was like, no, maybe I shouldn't because I need to save this money. Or that after some time I would go to a restaurant and I was constantly looking at what was the cheapest thing on the menu. Now this might be relatable to you because you might be still there. Now, I don't go out there and just order everything on the menu because I feel like it, that's just stupid. It's being able to then look at things that you can enjoy and spend money on things that you value. So when I travel, I don't really care about eating at fancy restaurants and things like that. I like to spend it more on my hotel, because that's my home base, I need it to be amazing. I then also spend it on experiences. So for me, that's what I value. But if I look at say someone like my brother, he's the opposite. He'll go, I can stay in like, you know, a hotel that's not so flash, because I'm not spending that much time there, but I will go all out for the food experience and you know going and taking cooking classes and things like that. So it's okay if people are different. It just means that you need to now stop focusing on savings and realize that you can invest that money, which gives you back time. The reality is that we know inflation is a problem. We know that that money that sits in our bank account earning us 0.0001% at the bank isn't gonna make you life-changing gains. You need to go out there, be active, and change that mindset from a defensive one to a more offensive one. And the only way you can do that is have the right confidence and education, as well as know and be self-aware of what your risk appetite really looks like. Now, the final one is pursue different career paths. If you're new here on the channel, you probably don't know. I was a DJ before this. I did wedding photography and videography. I've also gone and become a conveyancer, a mortgage broker, and I also worked at a funeral service place doing marketing. So obviously, I've had a wide range and there's so many jobs that I actually went there for a week and I left. And the reason I really did that was because I wanted to taste different things. I didn't know what I Liked. What happens if I actually did something and I was really good at it? And that's probably where my regret is for, like, say, sport. Because imagine if, like, I'm really talented at golf, but I've never known it, and I could make a shitload of money, but also be, like, pro A-level athlete. I mean, the reality of that is probably close to zero, but it's the fact that you don't know. And I've got friends that I, you know, follow on LinkedIn, and I see their journey, and they're moving up the corporate ladder, but they are stuck in the same sort of industry. How do they know that in the next five years, they're not going to go, like, I wish I tried something different. By that time they're 35, 40 and they've probably got kids. And so it means it's so much harder to shift career paths later on. It's not impossible, but it is a lot harder. So for me, I tried to do different things. I traveled the world doing DJing and things like that, and I'm super grateful that I did because now I've obviously found something that truly brings all of those worlds together. Believe it or not, the DJing part helps because it helped in my confidence talking to people, promoting at nightclubs, allowed me to network and know how to communicate. Now I'm here making YouTube videos for you guys and I can only do that because I shot weddings for a living, right? So being able to then incorporate all those skills allows me to do what I love today and hopefully be doing for a long time moving forward. I know a bit of a lengthy video, but it did take me a lot of time to really flesh this out so I can give you guys as much value. Huge lessons that I've learned throughout my 20s. In the comments down below, if you have watched this far, please let me know what your biggest lesson has been. And it can be in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, or 50s. Definitely put it down in the comments because it does help other people that are reading these comments to get a little bit more perspective on other things. I hope you guys have enjoyed this video and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.